0: Hi, I'm Sam Garland. I'm an actor in Brooklyn, New York, and I believe that everyone on this planet is deeply creative. And not only that, I believe that engaging with our creativity is what connects us to our humanity and to our divinity. Whether it's starting a business, homeschooling your kids, cooking, painting, dancing, writing, acting, knitting, gardening, We are all called to express ourselves in myriad, incredibly unique ways. These are our gifts to the world. And yet, and yet, most every artist suffers terribly from self-doubt, from fear, public humiliation, from being too hard on themselves. That's certainly been my journey. I've done a lot of work on why my brain attacks when I'm being creative and how I can let this thing that I'm called to do out into the world. I'm still figuring it out, and I invite you to join me. Hi, my friends. Welcome back. It's so good to have you. Um, I was reading the New York Times recently, and I say reading a bit cheekily because I tend to... Um, I find myself often, you know, I go to the New York Times to find the headlines and see what's up. And then I usually scroll down and end up most often in the art section reading something um, or something science or about the brain or some long form article about someone I didn't know or some region or culture I don't know about. Um, So anyway, I can just see myself scrolling down. And I found this amazing new um, column, which I think I'm kind of obsessed with, which is called um, what are they calling it? cultural therapist. And their idea is to have readers write in questions of things that they're struggling with, and they're being answered by these cultural therapists. There's two writers who take turns talking about solutions uh, to life's problems that can be taken from art. And... There's something so beautiful and so brilliant about this idea. Um, maybe kind of really matches my own heart and the reason why I'm here, right? This idea of the lessons to be drawn from being an artist, the lessons to be drawn from a life trying to figure out how to tell stories and and speak the truth that we have for ourselves and and why people are drawn to art and people who maybe don't want to do it full time are still drawn to it and why it's such an intrinsic human need to both um, – partake, witness, uh, be an audience to art, and also create and be the artist. Um, Anyway, it was this really great uh, article, and um, the author was asking, and I'll post in the show notes, but the writer, excuse me, was asking sort of, is it too late? Like, I haven't started, I forget the age, maybe in their 50s or something like that, but they hadn't started on the great big thing that they wanted to get done, and they just felt like, well, there's a timeline, right? This expires. And the cultural therapist went in and talked about, pulled examples from history of people who had started later in life and achieved success and figured out who they wanted to be as artists and what they wanted to share. Um, or maybe finally been brave enough to do it. I know that feeling. And one quote really struck me because at the very end, what they said was um, sort of that one of the, the best ways to create art is to worry less About time to worry less about um, your your timeline like where you are in your life journey and also time in general this idea of like it has to get done now today what is the thing I'm going to produce and what they wrote which I really loved was let yourself waste time as if you were born again and too immortal to know any better. Excuse me, I'm reading this through my microphone and I got it wrong. Let yourself waste time as if you were young again and too immortal to know any better. And that really struck me, right? Because... So on the flip side of this, I'm heading off on not quite a vacation, but a long weekend. I'm going to go up to a music festival upstate, um, try to find, you know, small ways to get out of town for a little bit, get out of my one apartment room where I do all of the things since the pandemic struck um, and yeah, find ways to just go see music and be outdoors and um, be around people. It's a whole thing. I'm very excited about it. And I'm also thinking of how I've always really struggled with taking vacations. I'm better at it now, but I'm still not great. And one of the reasons, one of the things that um, always nags at me while I'm vacationing is this idea of I haven't done enough. I should be creating right now. I haven't established my legacy yet. I don't know who I am in the world. I haven't proven myself. I haven't carved out my path. Um, it's not at all useful thought, but it's something that I am aware that I'm really driven by. And this idea of sort of downtime of like weekend is for relaxing. I've always found kind of weekends. And I don't know if this is a paradox, but maybe there's something about weekends. I tend to get a lot more creative flow in me, it's when I want to start writing something or working on music or um, working on a script. And I think it's because there's just extra time, right? There's time to dawdle, there's time to lay in bed. There's time to be bored. There's time when I'm not packed back to back with a day job and seeing friends and going to the theater and catching up and just doing stuff or even going to acting class, which I love. Um, but my weeks tend to be really busy and suddenly on my weekends there's there's time and with time comes this itch to create. And so I've always sort of on the weekends, like f- that's when I've made stuff, and I've always felt like, oh, that's the perfect use of like having, you know, uh, a downtime. And so vacations have always felt like I I should be doing more, and and I realize as I'm talking, maybe I'm actually proving this cultural therapist's brilliant wisdom true, which is maybe that's also why I've always just enjoyed you know, my weekend so much is because that's when creativity really speaks to me and I'm excited to show up and, 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 um, I don't know when, when you're not going straight from a day job or straight from a dentist appointment or some other commitment to sit and do quote unquote, you know, the great work, um, it's, you're letting it like internally rumble through you and sort of spark when it needs to. And it might be in the morning or it might be in the evening or it might be after a really long, lovely walk in the park, sort of talking to yourself or sorting through your thoughts. Um, the, The lack of pressure, right? The lack of structured day that says this is how a Tuesday goes and a Wednesday goes. And I'm certainly over calendared and over scheduled. And there's a lot of really interesting, engaging things happening. But I'm not great at giving myself tons of unstructured space. In fact, a few years ago, I started literally putting on my calendar, um, I forget what I called it, but I, I think I called it like unstructured time. And the idea is that I would pick random evenings where I wasn't allowed to make plans with anyone. And I had to like, in that moment, decide what I wanted to do. And it was a way of returning myself to trusting that I could meander through a bookstore. And that would be a great way to spend an evening. I didn't have to always have a plan to do stuff. Um I could really just... um like walk out the street and decide to go left and then explore a new neighborhood, a new, um, alleyway. I didn't know you like, I'm always, I love walking New York city. You always discover new stuff. It is the most incredible place. Brooklyn is like this. One of the joys of the pandemic has been literally walking out the door and picking a different direction in the mornings to go and discovering entirely new neighborhoods as I walk. Um, and even new, uh, the, the, the houses change every block. Like there's different constructions of homes. There's like weird carriage houses and old Victorians. And it's such a marvel. And then I've discovered new parks. Anyway, there's something about, you know, heading off, right? And and letting your mind kind of wander and how much it sparks. And, um, and so it's interesting because so this is what this uh, brilliant uh, columnist is saying in the New York Times, right? That one of the... I guess it is a paradox. One of one of the dualities is this this intense desire that I certainly feel that I have in common with the person who wrote in is to create something, to make a mark, to to have a legacy, to know what it is that I'm about, um, is actually counter to what allows us to create. And what I find really interesting is when I go on vacation, rather than trusting that the, the doing nothing is filling up my tank for when I want to create again, I get really restless because I think I'm losing time. I think I am not, I have not yet proven myself. I am not currently writing a novel or writing a song or, you know, painting a great canvas. Um, and therefore this is, wasted time almost um and maybe that's actually why i like that quote so much from the writer because what she's saying is that is the point waste time as if you had it to waste and and it's sort of like giving back this value of um of exploration of not having a plan of Sleeping in and lying in bed and reading The New Yorker and going out late to listen to music and not having, you know, creativity and honestly life. It's we we try not all of us. We and, and many like me try so hard to package it, to decide ahead of time how it should be, what it should look like. How am I going to make it fit into the thing that I want it to be? And that does not work. Um, a lot, a lot of what confuses me all the time is sort of the life my life has taken, the path it has taken versus the idea I have in my head of what it is supposed to be. And I find it very jarring. Um, and, and we don't have as much control and as we would like to believe it's mostly an illusion. And I think the same with creativity. We, I, I at least get into a place where I'm constantly trying to like, shove it out, you know, or shove myself into it. And the truth is, that there's a lot in me that wants to be said, and I haven't quite figured out how to harness it yet. And maybe that's part of it. Um, but but not trusting that wasting time is the greatest resource, the greatest way to spark the creative um, habit. And and I think what I also got from, from that article that really spoke to me was, I again get so caught up and I want to know 20 years from now to be able to look back. I want to reverse engineer my entire career. I want to know what films I'm going to be in, what TV shows, what led to what. I want to know how I'm going to get to that, you know, awards ceremony, whatever it is that I think I dream of. And I, that's not how it works, you know, and it makes it really hard to just to just follow that ish, to be like, oh, there's this thing I want to write about. Let's go write this thing and then end up meeting people and end up making something and end up, you know, or auditioning for something. You're like, I don't know how I fit into this story. But yeah, if you guys want me to audition, I'll audition. And then you end up in a play or a, a TV show and you meet some incredible crew members and maybe someone else who has the same creative idea as you. And then you go off and you make something together, right? Like so much of it is connections and unexpected um, unexpected relationships and, and partnerships um, and opportunities that come from things you you like, everyone you talk to pretty much in life, if you ask them how they got to where they are. Uh and I remember doing this actually when I when I was graduating from college and I was freaking out about the future uh because I was very good at school, like understood the rules, I knew how to how to work the system. And I was like, what the hell do you do now? And I interviewed all these quote unquote adults, and I was like, How, like, what is your job now? What did you study in school? And how did you get to where you are? And Almost everyone had studied something entirely different, had never planned for the career they had, had fallen into it from a cousin or a friend's friend or some random story. Like, I was like, oh, so this thing I've been doing all this time doesn't really matter in the end, which was very comforting, actually, and very much what I ended up doing. I totally ended up in a different job than what I studied. Um, but I think I have a harder time, and maybe that's a lesson to apply to the rest of life. Like... The places we end up are so, um, can't be reverse engineered and are so fallen into by the ability to show up and follow the inkling, follow the thing that interests you, right? You go to a certain concert or you go to a certain um, beach because it's appealing to you and like, who else is there that you might run into? Like, those are the things that create opportunities. Those are the places where you meet people and... Your life can change and your life can take a different path that you didn't see before. And so I get very caught in what can I plan? What can I make happen? And I love this advice of actually the trying less and the listening more to, um, to, to the, to the restlessness that you have when, when you're bored is the key to everything. And so yeah. As I set off on vacation, the other thing that I will add to this, which I thought was so helpful, I have this phenomenal acting teacher that I just adore, um, Julia Crockett. She's a movement teacher. And I asked her, I think about a year ago, I was like, you know, I always, I always feel like I'm not doing enough. And kind of what is the thing that I can do when I'm not in acting class or not working on a certain scene for an audition or something um, in order to just feel like I'm have a daily practice? And she had the most beautiful answer, which was your daily practice is to just be alive to just notice what it is to be human. How does your body feel when you wake up? How do you walk in sunshine? How is it when you're tired or grumpy or heartbroken? The more you have experiences, the more you have to tell in the world. And that's the only work. And I loved it. And I also was slightly terrified. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) This is probably why I do the podcast to learn these things about myself, right? Because the no, no, no was, oh, wait. Acting, I'm trying to like control something so I don't have to just feel things all the time so I can make something of those feelings and, you know, package them and, and section them off and be like, well, this is this day's work and this is tomorrow's work and, you know, have a sense of control over the randomness and the epic emotions and the epic sensations of life. And I think probably the work of the past however many years for me as I've been an artist is to surrender more and more um it's also why I got into life coaching because so much of that is saying it's okay that the world is rough it's okay that you feel so much and so strong all the time it's okay that this is the journey that's the curriculum you were given and I really needed that because um I think with as with anyone's life like there's been a lot of a lot of twists and turns that I didn't expect. A lot of things happen. I didn't know how to process. And so this idea that it's all okay. We're all okay. We can go through this together. Um, and it doesn't need to be packaged or, or compartmentalized or broken down. You can just kind of keep walking the path and that that is the only quote unquote work needed to being an artist is to feel your life, to let it have an effect on you. It's funny how that's both terrifying and really electrifying. I feel like I talked in so many places today, so I really hope that this uh, landed for you guys. I really wish you um, wonderful vacations if you get a chance to uh, take them. I know we are all in dire need of them. And also to really appreciate what it is to dawdle and rest and have nothing on your calendar and how both as humans and the need to empty our minds um, or let our minds go where they will. And also as artists needing to replenish and not have a grand master plan, but rather let our inside speak to the outside. It can be such a gift. Be well.